Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Joy! I'm not going to worry about your level of concern. Joy and double joy! we talking about Twitter. Ripple joy! Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. Quad root boy yoy. And that one thou, and that one thou, that one thou, and that one thou. This is a product of your journey, and your journey's not over yet. Woo! That's right, the off-season is a part of our journey, <laughs> and our journey is, is only, has only begun. Uh. There's miles to go before we sleep. Uh. Uh, this is what Jin's talking about, the conversation about the Steelers' social media conversation. I'm Kyle Crace. Here with me every week is Greg Benevent. Hello. And, uh, you know, usually, especially in recent months, we've been talking about overreaction to the negative side. Mm-hmm. But it's it's been so refreshing <laughs> this week to have... Uh, some positive overreaction, mm-hmm. overreaction still, but <laughs> at least it's it's for the it's for the good. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's like you know when uh, when we finally saw Samuel L. Jackson with the with the lightsaber. Yes. It was like oh, finally this is a bit overboard, but it's finally for, for good. Exactly, we've waited two and a half movies for something good to happen. Yes. At, uh... All right, before uh, before we get into the coaching carousel, let's start with a little batting practice. All right. <laughs> The tweet from, this is actually uh, not even a tweet, it's just from Complex.com. You know, we get all our our stats from uh, top-level sources. <laughs> Bookie.com, I think it was... Uh, Something Wallet. Wa- wallet Hub. Wallet Hub, dot yeah. com, And now Complex.com. I think that's just a little bit above uh, Bookie's. I can't even... I what does Complex even do? I mean, like, is it... Uh, whatever they it's don't, not like a mental health thing, right? Like it's it, or is it? I don't know. Like you have a complex. I don't know. <laughs> whatever they do, it's not simple. I'll okay. tell you that. <laughs> well, complex.com ranked the official Twitter accounts of all the NFL teams mm. and Steelers, uh, a top five Twitter account coming wow. in number four of the wow. best uh, NFL Twitter account. And the, an example of one of the Steelers' fire tweets mm-hmm. was a meme of. 
it was uh, from a scene in Thor Ragnarok mm. where you know the, the the top image was nothing can stop me and then it mm. had a logo of the Colts mm-hmm. and then it was like not even me and it was the Jags logo mm-hmm. and then it, that was Ragnarok. I don't want to spoil Ragnarok for you <laughs> at the end. But. I actually finally just saw it a year ago, so I, I, I actually know what I actually know the scene and the meme and oh it makes sense. I mean it you know if this were so go going by this that will put the Steelers in you know a conference championship game of. Twitter accounts like that would be in yeah. your top four, you know, it's, uh, playing for the right to go to the title. It, um, yeah, it, it, it. I mean, I, I, it just hit me now, and I kind of feel bad. Like somewhere there's a social media person like dreading the call, who like I don't know does like the 49ers tweets or whoever is in like 32nd, you know, being like, oh man, am I going to get fired off of like something from Complex.com? <laughs> you're the you're the social media manager for Detroit, <laughs> and you wake up and you're like, oh no, I'm 30. 30- Two out of thirty-two, <laughs> and then you're like, "What are these other teams doing?" Oh, right. Steelers had that fire meme of the <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. I, 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 I'm the social media person for the lights. How many Marvel memes can I use? What uh, so, you know? I had I put out a squid me a squid game themed mm. Steeler meme. I didn't get any love. I don't know. I thought maybe the Steelers are hiring a social media person right now. Okay, so well, well um, I mean, I, I mean, just 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 throwing it out there. I mean, I, I I saw your meme and I enjoyed it, but I will say there's probably a different audience thing between like mass-produced marvel movie and squid game (laughs) this dystopian show from overseas uh as far as the Steelers' Twitter account, though, they are they're on top of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's Bert in the PR department, but they're as far as celebrating milestones with mm-hmm. players, statistically or just any kind of career monuments. They're always out there uh, posting, you know, different stat milestones. Mm-hmm. Um, there, we, we've seen times in the season some cool little images it was i remember the poster of the silhouettes of the lineup and yeah. it was just cool looking mm-hmm. we've seen some game of thrones theme type stuff they've they got it going on on uh on steelers twitter absolutely i mean i have no way of knowing if this is true but i know it's a sign of a well-run team social media feed when i look at it and i say i just assume this is the work of multiple people it it's may gotta not. be it, ha- it has to be but i don't know definitively but it's so well done you just assume that I mean, my Twitter account is is the, hardly the work of one person, <laughs> so I would hope that the Steelers have one. All right, let's get to the meat and potatoes here, mm-hmm. uh, because we've got a coaching carousel. Mm-hmm. Who's coaching this ball club? Mike T. So yeah, had to remind some fans this Indeed. week that Mike T is still the coach of this team. Uh, let's get to the tweets. Let's start with Craig Riley, at Craig Riley. The Steelers hired Brian Flores. That's a real coach. What a phenomenal hire. This is exactly the kind of hire we've been begging them to make. Uh, yeah, a guy who was unemployed. I don't know. Like, Well, I mean, or some, but somebody that didn't have a track record of success and all that. I mean, you know, obviously I was so excited to see this hire. Obviously, I think it's great. But, man, I, I always come back to it's, you know, I think like, oh, why am I excited? Why am I most excited about this hire? Because I recognize the guy's name. He was just in the news a week ago. It's a guy yeah. I know. Does that? What do I know? I mean, I, I, it's, do I think he's going to do a good job? Yes, that doesn't mean anything just because I recognize his name. But I recognize his name because he won with the Dolphins. I mean, this was the guy that, you know, as much as anyone did, figured out Lamar. That Thursday night game last yeah. year, that was brilliant. I mean, it, you know, it's not to say Lamar won't eventually figure it out the other way, but man, oh man, that he put that together, that's sharp. Um, you know, obviously a phenomenal hi- – yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm all for it, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like – uh, I mean, come on. It's not like this guy is Joey Porter. Joey Porter has a win under his belt as a linebacker's coach. Okay, Brian Flores, let's see you get a win first before uh, we start praising all. Oh, wait, let's keep the, let's keep the praise for Flores going. Mm-hmm. At PSU Lion 7, mm-hmm. I'm guessing a Penn State grad, Angela Deo. Mm-hmm. I can't express how much I love this hire. Mm-hmm. I see so much potential, and he already starts as a successful candidate in my eyes. Mm-hmm. All, already, uh, this guy isn't even has he even been to Pittsburgh yet. I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, I, I assume we passed through uh, coaching against them, but I mean, it's that's one of the. I, I love this. This is how Twitter should be when you get so excited that you just stop making sense. This is the good kind of Twitter. <laughs> 
he already starts as a successful candidate in my eyes. Well, technically, he is a successful candidate. He got the job. Yeah. That part works. He already is. I mean, the coach thing, we'll find out. But then again, it, it, you know, it's it even with a fan base as demanding as Pittsburgh's, I have yet to leave a disappointing loss and think, oh, what was the senior defensive assistant thinking? <laughs> Compared to... When Daryl Austin was promoted, and a lot of people said it was already an unsuccessful hire. Right. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, it's, and then again, I mean, Terrell Austin doesn't have the, not everyone was thinking about this, but that figured out Lamar thing is pretty big to me. But yeah, I mean, it's, again, it's a guy we know, a guy that, and I think the, a big part of the Brian Flores, why people are so excited about this, is this guy should still be the coach of the Dolphins. Yeah. Like in a better world, he's still coaching this Dolphins team. So in a way, him being a coach for the Steelers makes another team playing for the playoffs worse. <laughs> well, of course, all the positives are true. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's not like, yeah, sure, uh, Flores should be a head coach somewhere. But mm -hmm. there are a few assistants out there who oh, probably absolutely. you should, you know, I mean, we see Bill O'Brien and in, in the mm -hmm. college ranks. We've seen people like Jack Del Rio uh, in the coordinator ranks. So mm -hmm. it's not just like. You know, we got a diamond in the rough. There are qualified people for head coaching, right? You know, we didn't. Uh, this this was uh, some. Uh, these were some extren extraneous circumstances? Ex extenuating circumstances. Extenuating, exactly. Well, I think it also, it, it's so interesting because we're, I'm sure we'll talk about the quarterback thing in a minute, but to compare that to head coaches where, you know, there's 32 jobs for a starting quarterback in the league and there aren't 32 people on the planet that can do it. Whereas head coach is the opposite. There are 32 jobs in the world, but there are more than 32 people eminently qualified to be successful at it. And this man is certainly one of them. It's one thing to be to to be overly excited about uh, the Flores hire uh, on day one, but let's take it up a notch. Let's go next level. Okay. Let's go to uh, at Kevin Wears ninety one. This is Kevin the Eldian. Mm. I may be looking into the distant future, but when Tomlin does decide to retire, what a transition that would be to promote Flores. Is is, is Flores already the next head coach in waiting? I mean, it's, it's I doubt it because one thing everyone has said is that you know uh, 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 Flores is going to be here for a year or so, and then someone's going to be like, oh right, this guy's really good at that, and then give him a job. And um, I do see, uh, I see it, all of this makes me laugh. It's well because. I think what so much of this is, is that there is, you know, as negative as, as the fan base can be, there is a pent up need for positivity. And with this Flores thing, I think it all kind of exploded. I mean, this is the best thing to happen to the Steelers since the... I don't know, since TJ picked up that ball and ran it into the end yeah. zone. I think that's pretty much it. Or so, since Juju yeah, returned. Right, yeah. exactly. So I think this is, so we're all just happy again to be happy for something. So sure, you believe that uh, Flores is going to be, is going to stick around long enough as the linebackers coach to uh, be the head coach. Sure, whatever, whatever makes you happy to be happy on Twitter again. You're right. There is a lot of, uh, an overabundance of positivity. It's right. Al it's almost like. Uh, we're always trying to get eight pounds in a five pound bag. Eight pounds of positivity. <laughs> Positivity into the five-pound bag. We rarely have a five-pound bag of positivity, so yeah. it's eight pounds in a two- or three-pound bag. Yeah, maybe. they've been sold out. It's, all, it's, it's been one- and three-pound bags in the positivity aisle. Um, let, hey, you know, but it's, it's not just... Uh, it's not just Flores, mm -hmm. uh, you know, on the field. It's not just Flores, you know, being side-by-side -side with Coach Tomlin. Mm -hmm. Let's go to... At Miked Up Sports One, Mike Nicastro. Mm. Here's something that needs to be mentioned: free agents on the defensive side of the ball are really going to want to play for Tomlin and Flores. Put Steelers in a great position to retain guys and sign some guys who might need a swing vote. I mean, I'm, I'm is sure. this is this like you know is this is this like getting a is this like having Lou Holtz show up <laughs> on your recruitment trip on the doorstep, Tomlin and Flores? I, I do like that you used a college football analogy because the only way this works is if you take money out of the equation entirely. I mean, it, I can't. I mean, I, I, are people going to be excited to play for Tomlin and Flores? Of course. Are they going to be excited to the point of like giving up millions of dollars that would have gone to them and their families? Probably not. But <laughs> what I can totally see is if like, hey, you're. You you know, a really good player that maybe had a down year and is looking for one of those one-year prove-it contracts or whatever, why wouldn't you go play for the guys who can really put you in a good position? That makes a lot of sense to me, so that maybe next year you catch the big contract somewhere else. That makes a lot of sense to me in the world. To me, the, if the incentive for free agency is could only be uh, guys to bring back guys. on Like mm. if someone like a Joe Hayden, like, oh, man, I really want to roll with... 
uh, yes. Tomlin and Flores. Like, I'll, you know, even though I, he's a secondary guy and not mm-hmm. he's not really going to interact directly, I could see someone like Hayden saying, "All right, I'll come back for whatever it takes on the minimum." You know, certainly. Um, but you know, is it gonna is it gonna get us a top? You know the top tier free agent. You know you're right. It's going to be dollars over, over. Right, but I mean, but but I mean, but it also. It, I don't think it'll be totally taken out of account. Like, excuse me, if the top tier free agent is going between these two teams and one of them's uh, and the money is similar, I can see that being the kind of thing that maybe does put it over the top. But the money has to be similar. And the other hand is uh, he's he's going to be a linebacker specialist. A lot of linebacker spots are already kind of sewed up, at least uh, on the edge. Uh, the edges, yeah. The I, edges. Well, I still imagine <laughs> that uh, Bush is, is going to back, uh, you know, big place Belaine mm-hmm. uh, is still in the mix there. You know, we don't right. know about Schobert, but... Right, or if they'll bring someone in in the draft or who knows. But it's, but also that senior defensive assistant thing. I mean, th- this guy is going to be looking at the linebackers, but he's not just going to be looking at the linebackers. I imagine he'll be, just from what we've skimmed and what has creeped out, in terms of you know preparation, he'll have some look at the game plan too. How can it not? The guy seems really good at this. What uh, what something I heard from you know I think some of the some of the insiders it was either on SNR or mm-hmm. someone who had more insight than me, which is uh, you know three hundred and thirty million people at least. I know that for my I feel the same way about myself. Yeah. But they were saying that he's going to be a booth guy. He's going to be good. the let's let's look over the replay. Let's uh, keep an eye on the clock. He's going to be kind of the in the sky guy all things that tomlin has been criticized for profusely in terms of uh downplaying or not caring enough about but this is steelers twitter it's not all love even though uh you know as we've said before three out of four steeler tweets are negative uh there was there was some negative takes on the floor is higher let's go to at i polykamos Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is a, maybe a, a Greek fan from across the pond. Sure. Steelers' defense last year relied entirely on Watt Haywood and Fitzpatrick. So well done to Tomlin for hiring Brian Flores as an assistant coach. Why risk the morale of a key player? Is, is there even a shortage of assistant linebacker coaches? Uh, that's, some of the narrative was, hey, this was the coach in Miami who was using Minka for all the wrong reasons, you know, playing him as a linebacker instead of a safety. And now oh, that right. Flores is going to be in the, in the defensive room, is there? going to be tension between him and minka i mean it, it it that that would be really bizarre if there was like it's it's you know uh uh, uh but but i mean i it, it seems i i uh, it, it's rare that this is the rare time like it, we've had plenty of negative tweets there's others where they just feel so confusing i have to like unwrap <laughs> it with my mind like a piece of candy that i know is not going to be worth consuming oh uh, like it's, hard um, hard candy mm-hmm. yeah but yeah, I, I mean, it's it's again. Well, I did say he's a senior defensive assistant coach. He's also going to be uh, a lot more with the linebackers than the secondary. Also, that what I understood it to be when Minka came in there, that Miami defense was really, really bad. And so they kind of only had the one player more or less to put. So it's like, okay, we got to put Minka somewhere because there's nothing else. We have no one else here to do. Well, that's not the problem in the defense here. You can put Minka in a bunch of different places where he wants to go because there are other players around. You don't need him to carry everything. That's sort of what I'd always taken Minka's criticism of how he was used to be is and hey, I'm the one guy here that knows how to do anything. So I have have to do everything yeah well let, let me let me frame it this way you can frame it however the hell you want to frame it oh okay thanks coach uh you know all these people worried that like oh is flora's gonna want to try to turn minka into a linebacker guess what minka led the team in tackles he was right. already our linebacker this this past season so uh if he stays in that role you know that that's something that uh a lot of steeler fans uh hate to go on a tangent here mm-hmm. but um, things aren't going to change. We're not going to just go 180 degrees this mm-hmm. coming season. Don't be surprised if we still have trouble stopping the run in situations. Don't be surprised if we still give up uh, you know, a ton of yardage in the passing game, Ben don't break style. Um, mm-hmm. Don't be surprised if we, we don't throw for 500 yards. You know, it's We're not going to change entirely overnight uh, in just one offseason here. No, and it, it, although they, they very they do have to improve in each of those things. I mean, those things will still occur, but for this, this team does have to improve in that. But I think a lot of that, you know, the bend don't break and there's times where you give up the run. That's just the league now. Like it's not, 
you yeah. know, 1998 and Joel Steed, you know, blocks four dudes and you give up 10 yards in the third quarter. Like that, that day is kind of gone, unfortunately. So, yeah. So I think what you're saying is right. There will be uh, some times that even the best defense is going to look uh, uh, rather incompetent. Um, let's keep up with the critical takes on mm-hmm. Flores. Mm-hmm. Uh, our, our the good old buddy at Mark Madden X. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Flores hire is good, and the Steelers made it for many reasons. One reason is definitely virtue signaling. Uh, you know, sure, would they just bring in a you know coach just for just for optics? Well, I mean, one, I mean, it's it's, I mean, again, Mark Madden is is a wonderful writer and is trying to get this exact reaction. It uh, so it, you'll note that even in this tweet, there's no way for him to be entirely negative about it. Two, I mean, not again, not to go on my own rant. I don't believe there is such a thing. Is such a thing as virtue signaling? There are people that do, you know, display virtue and believe in something, and there are those that you know uh, respond negatively to that. What I do believe in is vice signaling. <laughs> I, 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 and I'm not the first person to come up with that. And the ideas, and it's it's, and that, and this is a very good example of that. Is that like he wants to say that DeFlores uh, hiring is good? He has said that DeFlores hiring is good, but to maintain the persona from a guy that's an excellent and always was a great heel announcer for the WCW, you rub a little vice signaling on it. You mentioned a virtue signaling thing, and here we go. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, that's a joke to me. That's a joke to me, too, Coach. It's not, you know, when you walk the walk, it's not virtue signaling. Isn't that the opposite of virtue? When you when you live by your principles, um, yeah, that's that, not, that you're not, you know, you're not, there's no optics. Again, involved. that's why virtue signaling isn't a real thing. But that's oh, a different podcast. I get it. So, yes. I get it. <laughs> that's 100%. No, you're right. You're right. Now, let's go uh, to the most extreme, uh, mm-hmm. because, you know, hey, there's some people that don't, uh, believe necessarily everything that Brian Flores is claiming in his mm-hmm. NFL lawsuit. Mm-hmm. In fact, you know, my my brother himself, who's a Broncos fan, said mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, this called called it Elway slander. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we've got, there's tweets out there like from Xavier Rhodes at mm. Xavier Rodathon. Mm. Steelers hired a liar, hashtag classless. Mm. If, if this comes out that not everything in this lawsuit is, is factual, um, you know, uh, does that change your standing of this guy at all? No, because I'm not sure what could come out in a lawsuit that would change how you defend Lamar Jackson. Okay, all I right. Mean, and also the other part of it, too, is this. I mean, from a purely personal standpoint, this tweet from Xavier Rhodes does mean that we'll finally see no more tweets about, like, the Steelers should trade three first-round picks for this guy or whatever. <laughs> That's finally gone. It, um, I mean, it, it makes sense to me if you're stuck in Miami and playing that team for uh, years, playing on that team for years to come. I mean, it's I would want to shoot down some of the things that Flores said, too. It, um, no, I mean, it's it's also, I, I, I don't know what's going on in the Steelers. Locker room, so I know even less about what's going on in the Miami Dolphins locker room. So I mean, it, it, it who's to say? I don't know. It. Uh, I want to say Xavier came after Minka, or right around the same time Minka did to the Dolphins, but I have no clue with that. I will say that up until Atua, this is the one Dolphin I could name. This guy. So that it. it so yeah, I mean that's interesting. But again, I, I can't shake the feeling that who are the two great players that have had any problems with Flores? They're in the secondary, which again is not under his purview now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just, uh, you know, the, he did have some damning allegations. I think, mm-hmm. of course, the, you know, um, besides the the coaching aspect, we have the tanking for draft picks, which I yeah. think is the, is the, the you know, I think is 1A as far as, uh, as far as most damning kind of allegations. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that that to me is a lot worse than anyone pumping in artificial crowd noise or saying, <laughs> like, I'll give you extra money if you hit the quarterback in a way you probably shouldn't. I mean, this is a, you know, yeah, that, if, that's if, pretty bad. If that's proven to be true, you know, I almost think, I, you know, I don't want to say, you know, call it like a death penalty in pro sports, but... You, you almost want to think, hey, I don't want uh, someone like this owning a team no. in my league. I'd want him to sell that. Sell oh, you'd, his want, stake you'd, you'd that. want to force him out or something. It, uh, I mean, I also have no idea how you can prove it. I mean, maybe I've read too many John Grisham books when I was in middle school, but it's not like, you know, the dude wrote on a sheet like $100,000 per loss. Like, I don't know how that would ever come out. But um, yeah, I mean, that's that's real integrity of the game kind of stuff. I mean, that's literally the integrity of the game. Yeah, that, and, yeah uh, it doesn't get so, you know, the fact that. Cower and Rooney, I'm Cower, Tomlin and Rooney are backing this guy. I think, you know, 
said something about uh, the integrity of his claims. Right? Yes, and it also says if you tank, you're going to end up with that Tua guy. <laughs> Tanking sucks. It gets you nothing. You're going to end up with Tua, and then years later, this nonsense will happen. So no, it's and, still not worth it. And I mean, that's coming from Penn's fans. You know, we can be, can we be a little hypocritical about this in light of maybe some of the uh, Lemieux-era moves? Right, which also happened before, like, most of us were either A, alive, or B, had color television. I mean, it's it's that's a little <laughs> harder to uh, uh, criticize for. But also they changed it years later with, you know, remember the lottery and all that. I mean, if you want to even go, I'm going to go by the NHL. You know, the Penguins lost the lottery to get Ovechkin. Malkin was the prize for that. They did, Pens did win the Crosby lottery and they lost, and they didn't have the pick. They had to trade up to get Flurry. So, I mean, it's, you know, it even that's changed. Like, okay. All right. We got it. We've got a, uh, we're, we're going long as always. Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, let's head to our break. Um, lots to talk about in the second half, including the search for QB1 and 22 uh, and of course mocking the mocks we've got uh, we've got some uh, some mock you know gosh some of these mocks are mocking mocking crazy Mo- mocking unreal uh, all right uh, enjoy our sponsors we need we need we need a sponsor like have you ever uh, like like old like sponsors of the past like century three mall that would have been a good sponsor for us yeah that's where i got some jerseys back in the day all right hold on we'll be back baseball cart castle oh yeah okay we'll be back this podcast is sponsored by ramp are you the decision maker in your company consider this for the first time in decades there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. What a rush. It's the second <laughs> half of what Jin's talking about. Running out of the tunnel to, to renegade. Come from behind. I think it's tied. I, mean, I think it's tied at halftime. I think we did. Oh, good. A, I think we did pretty good in the first half. Um, held, I'm glad to hear. Held them to a to a under under a score. I don't know. Yeah, is that possible? I, I, it sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. It, of course, it's the uh, it's the off season, so we've got to talk about who is going to be our QB in 22. Cue the music. QB22, where are you? We've got some work to do now. QB22, who are you? We need some help from you now. You know we've got a mystery to solve. Which QB do we want gold and black? But don't get sad. If QBs do what they should do, then they can earn themselves a yellow jacket. I'm not saying they're going to definitely earn a yellow jacket, but that happened to rhyme with yeah, sacket yeah, yeah. No, or whatever. No, no. Anything in service of a rhyme in one of your song parodies, I think, is worth doing. <laughs> so it is, the, it is the mystery. Who will be our QB in 22? Uh, and, of course, the, the, the tweeters have a lot to say about it. Let's mm-hmm. start with... Steel City Nation at S City Nation 412. Some are saying Jameis Winston would be a good sighting. He's a free agent. I was against it when the Bucks got rid of him due to interceptions, but now I'd take him. He's one of seven QBs to have a 5,000-yard season. He's better than what we have and shouldn't break the bank. Uh, I was on board with everything until the last four words. I think Winston's a fine idea if he doesn't break the bank, but he very well might. I mean, it's it's. I, I think he's. We all more or less agree, while we disagree on you know who they should bring in. I think more, we're all more or less in consensus that this is the 
most experienced of the quarterbacks out there on the pure free agent market, the one with the best uh, resume. So that that stands to reason that he will break the bank, at least relative <laughs> to the others. Uh, aren't all quarterbacks breaking the bank at this point? There are no uh, there are no cheap quarterbacks right and if they are they're, they're cheap for a reason yeah and it's it, and you can't even tell yourself that he's better than what we have whoever this cheap quarterback is so I mean it sure if you can get Winston to come in cheap but I really doubt why that's the case especially because can't he basically just go back to his old job with the Saints aren't that kind of what folks are saying I mean it you know it uh and he was he was very successful there for a while so you know it uh you know do you want a, a guy who's going to give you as many turnovers as he as he probably will well no, he tur- no, apparently in his last year before he got hurt, he really stopped that. Like, from what I understand, he really cut that down. But again, that has to be taken into account when you're paying for him. I mean, it's so I, I, the fact that, you know, us just trying to discuss this, we've already fallen into the argument his agent will have with it, whatever team he talks to. Yeah. Like, we've gone right into that versus what about all those turnovers? Well, the last season before he got hurt, he didn't have yeah. so many of them. Like, so it, I, I, I think he's a fine option if, you know, you aren't locked into him for too long and it doesn't cost all that much money but i can't see the latter being the case at least not here on the eve of on the verge of march uh still still a little bit of conversation from a qb from last week Mm. we've got at minka minaj what would your reaction be if the steelers trade for carson wentz i'll start i'll stop watching football I mean, I have a lot of, uh, you know, going to college in Philly, I got a lot of friends who are Eagles fans, and they really loved once up until the moment that stopped. I mean, and it's, and then, you know, Foles rode in on the white horse and won the Super Bowl, thankfully. But, uh, I mean, uh, you know, it's, 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 I try not to be like, okay, I'm a football fan. I'm a fan of one team. I try not to go by what just I see because I'm certainly no professional at that. But, man, game to win to get into the playoffs in Jacksonville, and it doesn't happen in the regular season when you have a running back that is at least as good as Najee an offensive line that's going to be better uh uh, some studs on defense I mean you don't have TJ Watt but that inside linebacker they got that Leonard's a special player too you know it sounds it sounds like uh it sounds kind of like Ben 21 part two yeah, you know? I think that's I, I think in a way like like almost because that's the same thing I say about Matt Ryan, except I yeah. think he might even cost more. And again, what's Wentz going to cost you to get him out? He's not a uh, unrestricted free agent there. At, uh, mm-hmm. He's not a booster with a big enough blank check. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree, coach. Uh, le- well, hey, let's talk about. Well, how mm-hmm. about let's go to Derek at mm-hmm. Steelers underscore DB mm-hmm. Malik Willis, six foot two twenty pounds. 9.5 inch hand size, 4.5 40 yard dash, 37 inch vertical. Mm. Cordell Stewart, mm. six foot one and a half, two two twelve pounds, 9.5 inch hand size, 4.52 40 yard dash, 36 inch vertical. Is Malik Willis Cordell the second coming of Cordell? Oh, I'd take Cordell now from then in a heartbeat. I mean, what Cordell could do in this NFL that he couldn't back then? Absolutely, I'd take a player like Cordell. It, uh, I'd take. It, I, I, I mean it. You know, here's my. I, I'm not so much a hot tech person, but I'll give you one. If Cordell played in this NFL, he'd have done much, much better. I think. It, it, you know, I, I absolutely. I mean, it's it's. There's so much more offense. It's so much freer than it was then. It uh, absolutely. I would take Cordell, Cordell in, in a heartbeat. And it's. You know, it's. I'm not the first person to make the argument. Many did at the time when Cordell was surrounded by good players. Cordell was really good. I mean, they they don't win that game against the Patriots and. There's, you know, and we could do several hours of an entire season of podcasts about that exact game. That's always one of the top Spygate games. But regardless, with the bus's injury and Chris Brown missing kicks and the special teams and Joey Porter drops the interception. So, yeah, I'd take uh, uh, Cordell stepping out of the time machine tomorrow. Well, so if Malik has all the same measurables as Cordell, would you take him at 20? I mean, I... I probably would, but uh, the other difference is that Malik has one big not measurable. He didn't play at Colorado. He didn't play at a big school. He didn't throw one, really one of the greatest college football plays of all time, that Hail Mary to uh, Westbrook or whatever his name was. It, um, I mean, it's, it's he, I mean, I don't even remember what that was called then. Was that the Big 12? When I Cord- think so, yeah. Was it still the Big 12? Yeah. Okay, but it's, you know, it's, I, who did the Liberty Flames play 
I mean, it. you know, it's it's not like when Ben was at the MAC. I mean, they played, you know, Kent State and Western Michigan are real football teams versus the Liberty Flames. Well, and, you, but but you get from what you get from Liberty is you have God in your corner, though. So oh, okay, uh, so that's something else he might not have. So that's one intangibles, more benefit. Yeah, intangibles. Okay, so yeah, and uh, again, it's it's. I, I mean, if if Malik is there at twenty, I could very well see him being taken. I, I don't think that's crazy at all. Okay, well, let's go to uh, our our favorite alumni tweeter of the year. Oh, wrong. Yeah, okay, that's the right sound. Mm-hmm. At Trey Day 79, hey, Trey Essex. Trey Essex. I hear all these takes on which QB we should draft or trade for. I still don't think we should draft one or give up a lot of assets trading for one. Mm. This is what I would do. Sign Mitch Trubisky to a one-year prove-it deal and see if any of that Allen magic wore off on him. That's fine too. I mean, that's also a very viable option. The only thing, the only two things about that, and of course, I love Trey, and he's one of the best Steelers Twitters that we, uh, uh, Twitter accounts that we have. Is that um, is is if we're all talking about Mitch Trubisky, everyone else is talking about Mitch Trubisky. Is he really just going to settle for the one year prove it deal to see if this Allen Magic work off? If so, I'm fine with that. It um, I certainly don't want to give up a lot of assets trading for one. But you know, I go back and forth on this quarterback thing almost every day. But something I keep coming back to recently is that we keep talking about okay maybe the Steelers don't contend this year but next year maybe <laughs> next year they're okay but if they're going to contend next year then you're not going to contend with a rookie quarterback you'll be good but we're still we just still don't live in a world where a rookie quarterbacks won the Super Bowl right not won a Super Bowl still Ben has been the best right Ben as a rookie is still- and went to the AFC title game yeah as a rookie quarterback played in the Super Bowl when I forget if it was Marino's first or second year when he lost but no, it was it was a uh, wasn't that second year okay so it's yeah same as Burrow right because that was, that was and a Burrow tweet yeah. and yeah and Ben and Brady in fact, and Eli no, the, yeah. the weird stat well, I hate to do another tangent the weird mm-hmm. the weird stat from the Super Bowl was mm-hmm. no quarterback uh has who lost their first appearance has ever made it back to oh. the second game like wow. not since you'd have to go back before o'donnell even it's right like, I, yeah back in some yeah, where the tvs weren't in black and white but they feel that way yeah. yeah i know what you mean okay so that so yeah so i mean it's it's okay if we're a contender next year then they're signing someone who can be a contender next year or they're drafting someone that's a contender next year isn't like, i mean isn't mitch trubisky been on a prove a deal and he's proven that he's not the the guy well i i see i didn't i i mean i don't know i i had thought and and i I have no idea. I thought it was he was on the, you know, hey, you're the second overall pick in the draft deal. The Brown, the Browns, the Bears go to the playoffs, lose, you know, some tough games, win more games than maybe they should. And then, you know, he, he's uh, Trubisky leaves in shame and, you know, holds Allen's clipboard for a year. That's what I thought happened. I didn't know if the Bears had re-signed him after that first deal. I, I could be wrong. I, I don't no think idea. he I don't think he played up to. I don't think he played. No, up he to, absolutely yeah. did not. The second overall pick in the draft can't go like 28 and 21 or whatever he did. So yeah, so I don't know if a one-year deal is going to be in the cards. I mm-hmm. think if if anyone, the one-year deal kind of guys are going to. I hate to keep bringing this guy's name up, but it's uh, Andy Dalton. I think that's the kind of one-year pe- people that are out there. Right, exactly. And that guy who's just looking for a job and absolutely isn't going to win anything. I mean, it's you know. And again, that's I would rather have Mason than Andy Dalton because Mason is at least younger, has more skills, and at least understands the offense already. All right, let's uh, let's move on. More more QB talk. Let's go uh-huh. to let's go to at Ben Anderson fifty eight. I'm not sure why Steelers fans believe there's a suitable replacement for Ben in this draft. There aren't even thirty two starting caliber QBs in the NFL. What makes you think that there are a couple every draft that can be the man? It's just flat silly. Are we putting our are we putting too many eggs in the in the draft basket for a QB? Oh sure, but it's also the only way you can find one. It um I do I mean the, the Ryan Tannehill thing, which is I, I always figure a big part of the Trubisky argument anyway. Look at Ryan Tannehill, what he did. It um the guy's right about these thirty there aren't 32 starting uh, caliber quarterbacks in the NFL. The only thing is, to me, what I'm thinking is you're not looking to draft a Hall of Fame, draft a, a quarterback to be the Yellow Jacket, to be a Hall of Famer. If you can be a Pro Bowl quarterback, you could probably win a Super Bowl. Yeah. So I think if you can draft a Pro Bowl quarterback, that's who you draft. You don't compare him to Ben or Brady or Aaron Rodgers. You compare him to, like, I don't know, Andrew Luck. 
uh, 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 you know, I'm trying to think of a mid-level guy. There really aren't, there's really not a quarterback middle class anymore, is there? <laughs> I'm trying to think of who that would be. Like, and, uh, uh, Well, I mean, you know, the, the, there's the playoff caliber guys, which are, you know. Like, yeah, like a Jimmy G. I mean, is it, which again, I still see about Mason. Right? I don't know how the Dak Prescott thing worked. Didn't they find him in like the fourth round? Like it, you know, but yeah, but if you believe a guy can be a Pro Bowl quarterback, then I think it's worth taking him. Okay, um, so does that, does that mean you're all, you're you're in on a quarterback in round one this year? If one falls, but I don't know if I, I see. I don't know about anyone beyond Pickett or Willis because I read the same stuff as you. So yeah. I don't know if the other guys are worth it. Right, uh, well, let's uh, let's let's see what uh, Ryan Clark has mm. to say mm-hmm. from at ninety three seven the so called fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Clark said, uh, "You got to figure out the QB position and not necessarily find the solution, mm-hmm. but just figure it out to see what you can do." I don't believe Mason Rudolph is the quarterback. I don't believe Dwayne Haskins is the quarterback. So, is there a free agent that you can get out there to compete? Um, we're not. Lo- yeah, like you said, we're not looking for the. Mr. Death Do Us Part guy. Mm-hmm. We just need the Mr. 2022. Well, Urs, can you can you play at a Pro Bowl level this coming season? And I love this entire thing from Ryan because it's the part that matters is, is in the middle. He doesn't believe in Mason or Dwayne. The rest of it is just like, hey, I don't know either, man. It's uh, me, <laughs> Ryan Clark, Super Bowl champion, man on ES, on uh, television. But um, but yeah, it it, it I I. You know, is again, I, I, what we need to hear is the definition of the quarterback here. Is it can he be, you know, yellow jacket on? Can he have a good season? I believe either one of these guys could. Well, I don't know if Dwayne could have a good season, but I believe Mason could have a playoff caliber season. Jimmy G. Light. I don't believe that's impossible at all. Well, let's see what the definition of the man is to the man, Kevin Colbert, at Pittsburgh at PGH Steelers now Steelers now. Mm-hmm. GM Kevin Colbert gave Mason Rudolph a vote of confidence as potential starting QB. If we had to start a season right now with Mason as our starter, let's go. Mm. There a lot of, you know, uh, uh, Colbert came out and had said a lot of things, uh, mm-hmm. but one thing that everyone seemed to latch on to was... Uh, yeah, we're ready for Mason QB one this season, right? And it's if the season, which isn't going to start in March, but I, I did read that. I and I also do believe that say they do go into the season with Mason, and we have nothing but the next several months of people yelling about that on Twitter. If Mason goes in like a three or four game win streak, the entire we believed in him the whole time thing is going to be overwhelming about that <laughs> about that flipping the entire other way around about this guy was beaten down and he hung in there and he believed in himself and he did it and you know. I'm not saying that will happen, but if it does happen, that that's the way that's going to go. I'm envisioning this camp a lot like the the Cowers True QB battle season. Oh yeah, where he had Tom Zach, uh, Cordell, and Jim Miller. Jim Miller, the guy with the arm, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you read Cowers' book, he he said he kind of botched that decision. He 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 kind of never really declared a starter and. Kind of let kind of let the waters be murky when he should have just stuck with Mike Tomzak and called it. Or I think he I think he said Tomzak initially, and okay. then when he benched him, it went to Cordell, and then he had to bench Cordell. And Jim Miller got a game in. I think mm-hmm. um, I kind of see right now. I kind of see that situation where you've got Mace, but you know you're not going to commit to him necessarily. Uh, you might draft a rookie, or you might bring in a free agent, and. It's it's almost like everyone is going to be on a kind of shortish leash. Oh, absolutely. And also, you they could draft Pickett or Willis, or the, they could draft the first quarterback in the entire thing, and Mason still starts the season. Just yeah. that, and that wouldn't be, mean that that person was going to be a bust. That would just mean, I mean, Ben didn't his first year either. Like, you know. Although, if we trade up in the first, I am I would think that they're committing to that guy's going to be the man. If we trade oh, they're, up. They're committing to him being the man. I'm just saying that doesn't mean he's going to start the opener. If they trade up, even if they trade up to nine or ten, like some of the situations. Look at what they did with look at the Bears. I mean, that's why Dalton was there last year for those first few games until really the Steeler game. um, Yeah, yeah, but I mean, some might argue that that might they should have just had Fields play from the get. It very well could be. All right. Well, yeah. Hey, while we're talking, let's get to the mocks, okay? Oh god. Um, It was it was a semi quiet week in mock land, but uh, but then there was this. This uh, seismic activity oh, from PFF at PFF. Latest mock draft have Steelers trading for Derek Carr uh. for two first-round picks 
and a third. Uh, uh, Derek Carr was, I think, in the Vegas odds uh, was the before the Super Bowl was the second best odds to be our QB. Wow, that is some. Um... Man, that's 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 PFF thinking like, all right, we got a long content content gap till the draft. We got to get the clicks somehow. <laughs> this is, I mean, if this happened, like we would, like I, I've talked about how you know if Mason gets picked, you know, as a quarterback, though, if they don't do something in free agency, if they don't do something in the draft, there'll be overwhelming negativity from now to the start of the season. If the Steelers were to do something like this, we would be overly negative until the start of the season. I mean, this is, you know, I, I think Derek Carr is a fine quarterback. I think with a good team around him, Derek Carr could absolutely play in and maybe even win a Super Bowl. But man, oh man, that is a lot of capital for a lot of maybes. And we and last week we weren't necessarily ready to trade first round picks for Kyler Murray, right? So right. you know Derek Carr. Plus, hey, uh, let's look at his contract. It's going to be almost twenty million dollars for one year. They'd have uh, to restructure that. Oh yeah, you, you're um, not you're not trading away all those first round picks for a one year rental. No, and, and also I have no idea who's blocking for Carr with two first round picks and a third. I I, <laughs> I, I, I it's, it's 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 again you're hoping to instead of drafting guys you're like cloning them and lap i mean that's that's what you're left with with this i think we have the technology now i i I saw the trailer for the jurassic park i think the technology (laughs) exists um let's see we've got oh we've got a new mock draft from Mm. the athletic Mm. they've mocked us uh quarterback desmond ritter from cincinnati Mm. uh now that's his that's his second the second mock draft to give him to us although a few of these mocks have, uh, including USA Today, have mocked him to us in the second round. Oh, well, that'd be nice. It, uh, you know, I mean, I know nothing about this Ritter guy except the one thing that makes me go uh, was apparently he didn't play too well in the BCS game against Alabama, but he was also going in there with Cincinnati, and they were going in with Alabama. So that seems <laughs> yeah. like that. I mean, the Steelers. I mean, the Steelers are going to play teams next year that are better than them on paper. I don't know if there's going to be that same kind of thing. Also, I know it's me, and I doubt this would happen, but I would really hope that say he comes to the Steelers and he's very good that you can start coming to the game dressed as the Riddler. <laughs> uh you, you, yeah that's gotta that be that would be that's, so cool that's gotta be that's a yeah. uh do we, uh do we have a signal for that yeah that's no and not like the <laughs> and not like the new one with call like the old riddler with like the question marks and like the yeah yeah like the it. frank uh frank gorsman is that right or even jim carrey i mean i'm, oh, okay. I'm, willing, to, I'm right. willing to be open yeah uh here's the if you're for those keeping score we here's the latest mock tally we've okay. we've had uh 50, at least 54 major, uh, major-ish mock drafts so far. Uh, 18 different players mocked okay. to us. Uh, leading the tally is uh, Corral with okay. seven. Unchanged, no, uh, no, no movement there. He okay. was a he was an early uh, adopter okay. in, the, in the mock nation. Came out hard. Malik Willis with seven. Okay, uh, he he gained one in the last week. Okay, uh, another QB. We've got that Howell guy mm. uh, with six okay. unchanged there. Still can't tell the difference between him and Corral. I, I'm sure someone will t- let me know at some point. <laughs> one's Old Miss and one's UNC, right? Oh, okay, sure. Uh, okay, that's a lot of blue. Now we've got some of the big guys, uh, mm-hmm. big men moving up. Uh, okay. Linderbaum with five. He's he's been unchanged actually. The, okay. the center, uh, Davis, the D lineman from Georgia. Okay, uh, he's still got four mocks unchanged. Mm-hmm. Uh, Penning, the O, o- lineman okay. from Northern Iowa, he's jumped one. He's got four. Okay. Uh, the big, the one of the big jumpers is Cross, mm. the offensive tackle, which who some people say is a top five overall. But oh, okay, we've got four mocks. Uh, giving him to us, Pickett with three. Okay, Zion Johnson is this week's flavor of the week. He's got oh, okay. he's got two uh, mocks to him. He's a he's an O lineman. Oh, good. Okay. Uh-huh. Now Ritter with his second. Mm-hmm. McDuffie has two now. And I we've don't got, even know McDuffie. He's a cornerback from oh. Auburn, I believe. Oh, okay, cool. And we've got eight others with one vote, including the newcomer to the mock wars this week, mm-hmm. Kenyon Green, the mm-hmm. uh, guard from. Texas A&M. So it's been a big week for uh, for offensive linemen, really, in the okay. mock in the mock land. I, I always feel better about myself when you do this segment, and I don't recognize at least one of the players. That means I'm happy about how my week went. That's great. Fifty four mock drafts, uh, wow. and we're still we're we're not even we're, we're two hundred days it's away. It's not even March. It's not even March. Let's touch quickly on some of the things Colbert said because he did come out and mm-hmm. talk this week. Uh, the the one thing that had a lot of people talking, we'll go to at Steeler Nation. Mm-hmm. The Steelers are still very open 
to Stefan Tuart's return in 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, I guess it's a semantics thing, but the, but the quote very open seemed to stick out. Like yeah. it's not. They say they've talked to him, but it's still no definites. Right. Although I, I some did have definites. Dale Lawley did. Said sounds like he's coming back next year. It uh, that was how different people interpreted it. I mean, it's you know if if it was if it was not going well, I feel like this is one they would have even Colbert, uh, uh, very cloak and dagger would have mentioned it. If it's like, well, we're you know we're we're letting if if if, if Stefan wasn't coming back or this wasn't going to happen, don't you think it would have couched that in different language about well, Stefan needs to decide what's right for him we're looking at other options da, 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 da. we wish him and his family best that's not what this was okay all right that's that's a very positive spin there yeah i like that's it mm-hmm. um and on that same kind of note with uh, as far as the to it news this is from at tommy jaggy hayward to it alalalu warmly louder milk suddenly become an elite defensive line unit uh this was a, a little bit more overreaction it's like okay like Last season, everyone thought that defensive line was uh, one of our strongest points as far as depth, and we saw what happened. So uh, let's not let's not just just because to it sounds is very open to returning doesn't mean that we're going to become uh, steel curtain 2.0. No, but I think a- any improvement is possible. Also, I I think we found out that depth wasn't a strength. I mean, it's it wasn't. It how many times wasn't. did you you know come on here and you tell and you assured me that there's someone named Archibong played for the Steelers and I refused to believe it each time. It um, <laughs> still on the still on the uh, roster. I believe. Uh, wow, good for him. I mean, that's uh, always in favor of someone getting a paycheck. But uh, but yeah, at um, you know, I th- I think that the the there's still going to be. We're still going to have to address the running game. I think oh, yeah, still no, be a, there'll a be, be a defensive – someone on the defensive front is going, regardless of any of this quarterback and offensive line stuff, first three picks, it'd be very surprised. Or, off, or free agency is the defensive lineman, one of those places. Yeah. All right, let's move it off the field to uh, mm-hmm. Ben enjoying retirement. We've got the Ben post-victory tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's start with uh, at Pirates, Pittsburgh Pirates. Big Ben is in the building. Did you mm. see him taking batting practice? I did. I was trying to figure out if that happened that day or if it was taken before the lockout. I was trying to determine when that took place. That would have been, I was thinking the same thing. Like, is he in there by himself just taking BP right. with they, no they one else around? just happened to have the shirt, like, hanging up, the Roethlisberger <laughs> 7. And what I did think of, and again, aging myself here, is if you remember back to Ben's rookie here i think ron cook wrote a column about how pathetic this was but the pirates were trying desperately to get in on you know the big ben fever so they sent jason bay their only decent player to get his picture taken with ben and it looked like you know ben was there for an opening of a bank standing next to jason bay and i remember feeling so bad for bay and the pirates at that point and that's what i thought of when i saw those pictures of ben taking batting practice are you like, do you really think ben was a pirates fan in these 18 seasons this is these were some of the well, well, he he did he was here for a couple of the good bucko seasons. Oh, he was but. here for the good bucko seasons, and it's it's. I mean, do I think like Ben was sitting like watching the games and like doing the scoring, <laughs> like filling in like at third base? No, I, I don't. But I also imagine like you know his kids kind of getting interested in baseball, so he's like, hey, do you want to check out the baseball team we have here? I swear it's a pro team. I'll, I'll let you go look at it. Like, I, have, I have my own locker here. Right, right, right. Yeah, let's let's you yeah, know. Sure, it's this. Yeah, let's go do that. Like, um, I think that same day mm-hmm. uh, he went across. Town Pittsburgh Penguins at now, Penguins. That was a cool picture. Post retirement plans. It, what was the pick? It was Ben, Sid, Latang, and Malkin. Right, the guys that have been there, you know, pretty much his entire career. As with all of the, as with any picture when Ben or really any of the Steelers poses with someone else, it's just staggering how much bigger they are. I mean, Malkin is huge on the ice if you've yeah. watched him. At, and when you look at that picture, we all wondered the same thing: Is Ben wearing skates <laughs> like with the other ones? It's, if you ever go back and see those old pictures when. Ben took the offensive line to go see WWE. Yes, it's a, it's exactly he's like wow. Triple H is huge. Oh wait, no, no, he's not. Not, yeah. not even like a, a professional football player. Um, uh, what I I kind of compare the the image of Ben and Crosby to maybe the SI from yes. 1980 when it was Bradshaw and Stargell. Mm-hmm. Is there a comparison? That's kind of. Uh, I, they're both. They're all Hall of Famers. Right. What, what What do you think is the is the greater picture moment there? Well, the the latter one because I mean, it, it, Stargell's a Hall of Famer and a great baseball player. Ho- Crosby's one of the top five greatest hockey players of all time. Yeah, I mean that's and I think that's sort of. I mean that takes nothing away from Stargell, my word. But just you know, Crosby's one of the greatest there ever was. What would have been what What would have been the Lemieux equivalent, like a Lemieux and Bonds? 
photo. That's not necessarily ma- doesn't necessarily match up. I mean, it it yeah, because you end up. I mean, the closest you get is like. I don't know, Yager and Woodson at like the Super Bowl 30 <laughs> season. Like, it, you okay, know, and, and we right. know Yager liked betting. So I'm sure he caught a couple uh, Steeler games back in the day. All right. Hey, Ben wasn't done this week. Mm-hmm. Let's go to at Yinzer Crazy Show. Uh, this is insanely cool. Big Ben showed up at the Micah Tyler music concert to help provide meals for families via his T-shirt sales. From the video, it sounds like they're going to provide over 10,000 meals. This was the different T-shirt. Okay. I, I've always wondered what that shirt was. Uh, this sounds like a great cause. I'm glad Ben's a part of it. And uh, and for the record, I have no idea who this music person is. It's like when I watch <laughs> Saturday Night Live at this point. Like, he's a, I believe he's a Christian country artist. Sure. Or he's a- I, I, whatever you say, I'm going to believe it. I saw it a picture the guy seemed very excited to be there with ben so that seemed nice every t-shirt sold uh provided two meals hey. uh, to the homeless i believe so if they s- provided ten thousand meals that means they sold five thousand shirts that's which, great heck, that's that's i bought one so there you go uh i, I should have worn it here i've seen it it's i think nice i've shirt. hardly outgrown it i oh. think i've been <laughs> carb packing i'm on the uh casey hampton off-season uh. program <laughs> I, I don't fit into anything. That's why I'm wearing a triple XL uh, hoodie. You're burrowing in for winter. That I, I get. Yeah, it. yeah, exactly. I'm hybrid. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna come out of this cocoon one day. Um, and then one final Ben appearance. Mm-hmm. Did you see from at Chips and Dips? Rachel, I just met Ben Roethlisberger. I, I looked like they were in the parking lot of a Swickley uh, Walmart. Oh, okay. I mean, that that's that's one of those things that I always feel like, man, I, I could never at any age, even when I was a child and a teen and predisposed to such things, going up to an athlete and, and taking a picture with it, I would never be able to do that. I mean, I've seen that picture and it seemed like, oh, this very nice young lady asked for a picture and he said, sure. I, I The part of me th- always thought like, man, I hope Ben just got the eggs and milk he needed, like without having to deal with it. <laughs> he looked like he was coming off the course. He was wearing his Titleist hat. Oh, okay. Which All is, right. I, I always thought that was weird. Like, Titleist is the name of the ball. You know, no other sport do you celebrate uh, the ball with your gear. You well, know? but also, I mean, not to go on about this, but Titleist is, you know, the greatest. I mean, those, the, the balls in golf are so different than any other sport. I mean, you need something special for great players, and Titleist is, really makes the best stuff. I was going to say they make this top flight things, but no, that's a cheap brand of balls that someone else makes is top flight. Oh, no one so sports that, a top flight hat. Right. Yeah, top flight is, is yeah, the, the, the you know, the McDonald's of uh, uh, the golf balls. It, um, so, but Titleist, you know, I mean, it's, it's my dad used to make fun of me because like once i wanted to think of titleist balls and he's like here he got them for you. i think i wanted them because they had the black and gold uh, uh box this particular kind but he pointed out says like greg all this science stuff you can't hit it hard enough to take advantage of that <laughs> that's not what titleist is for those kind of guys guys like ben roethlisberger and big dudes those are and, next you know, gen stats right 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 back in <laughs> yeah at, uh, exactly exactly you're not taking those to the driving range or you know dude three three hole with the dudes like, i'll put the uh, nerf on my hat then <laughs> If, I'm, if we're wearing the ball, uh, let's head. Let's head to the lightning round. We we're we're going long as always. Oh, okay. Uh, let's start. Geez, let's just go to. Okay. You know what? I'm not in love with any. How about uh, how? Let's just quickly go to from the trib at C Adamanski trib. Chris uh-huh. Adamanski, Ray Ray McLeod, seven point one yards per catch was worst of any qualifying NFL wide receiver. Wow. Um, just a kind of random fun fact there. What do you think? Uh, would you bring Ray Ray back uh, this this coming season? I mean, I, I it, it, you know, he's probably still the best punt returner if he'll take that minimum deal. I mean, this is a position they're going to upgrade, whether it's you know in the draft or free agency, they'll find a better third receiver. I mean, it's it does say something that someone that they ran so much of the offense from is probably going to be cut. But that's <laughs> happened in the past before. I mean, remember Eli Rogers? Exactly that kind of thing. You know, absolutely happens. Even though he had so many kind of gritty. Moments this past season yeah. where he kind of really, you know, he had some Steeler moments. Oh, he had some real Steeler moments. And that final, the fourth down catch against Baltimore was something that, you know, remember that forever. I hope they bring him back on a, a cheap deal. I think he's shown that if guys can be hurt, he can do some work. But you, you, you want to see a lot less of Ray Ray next year. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do one more here. Okay. Um, we'll go to Alex at mm-hmm. Highlight Heaven. Uh, 
uh, he had a new view of the Immaculate Reception. This view of the Immaculate Reception is so amazing. I don't think a lot of people know it exists either. Mm-hmm. It was kind of an all 22 view in black and white uh, where you can really kind of see the whole play develop. Oh, you sent it to me. It's fascinating. I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, it, it, I didn't need that like old hand crank noise they added in the background <laughs> or whatever. But no, it's it's certainly worth seeing. I mean, and as I told you at the time, I forget which of in Myron Cope's books, but he explains that he saw a field level view that was like... Uh, uh, it was was it filmed by WTAE? Was it someone else somewhere else? But it, you know, was lost in a fire at, or f- was it flood or maybe fire leading to a flood at one of the, um, you know, Pittsburgh TV stations in the 80s, I believe. A flood of fire, maybe. There's maybe. something. Yeah, it's it's, you know, too close to the uh, face of God. I got nothing. If I you don't. watched the Bradshaw documentary on HBO, he talked about that play and he and when he heard that. Franco caught it. He was like, "What's Franco doing down there? Franco's supposed to be blocking for me." And then you, and you can see how that you can see that develop on the play. Like the the snap, the the pocket is forming at our own thirty five yard line, mm-hmm. and when Bradshaw starts to scramble, Franco starts to. Uh, kind of, he he breaks the pocket and he starts running downfield, and he catches the ball at the Oakland forty. He's like twenty yards downfield when he catches the ball. It's like, what is Franco doing? He's just kind of just wandering downfield. It's it's uh, it's, it's just it's kind of. You wonder how did this even happen because it, 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 it everything was so unlikely. Uh, yes, and I also and now that you mentioned that, it seems like one of those things that seems like it would be more common in an era when it's not like somebody had the headset and no one was using the Microsoft Surface and no one had seen you know the TV. You no, know, no one had the all twenty two breakdowns that they were looking at on the bench. It was okay. You're going to go over here. Bradshaw's calling the plays in the yeah. huddle, so I could totally see somebody mishears or thinks something else in the moment. You know. Well, mm-hmm. it's been an amazing week. Certainly. Uh, we'll, we'll have to do it again next week. Certainly. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, I'm at Kyle Christ. Uh Greg, are you on Twitter? I am on Twitter and Instagram. Alas, you can find me at, at Greg Benevent, B as in boy, E-N-E, V as in Victor, E-N-T. If you really want to do us a favor, write a review oh. of, uh, of the podcast on you know Apple or Spotify, wherever you uh, listen to. I didn't your... know people could do that. Write yes, a, yeah, write a that. review and just be like, yeah, we're listening to what Jeans talk about, mm-hmm. or you know, we listen to Behind the Steel Curtain Podcast Indeed. Network because that helps the algorithm. I think I don't know sure. whatever uh, whatever the whatever the robots rule us with. I a, hope an algorithm or a iron fist. All right, we'll see you next week. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.